Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2240. All right, we've talked about the winners and the losers from The Force Awakens. Now we're going to start exploring the winners and losers from The Last Jedi. And yes, Finn is going to make one of those lists. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, we are going to continue our series of looks back at the sequel trilogy movies and talk about the winners and the losers of each of those movies. Today we are on to the winners of The Last Jedi. And just to refresh you, these are the seven characters whose fortunes most improved as a result of the events of the movie. So without further ado, let's do the list. Number seven on the list for a character whose fortunes most improved is Yoda. Now that might seem like an odd choice in general, but think of it this way. What has Yoda had to do with himself for the last 10 years or so, right? I mean, I don't get the idea that Luke and Yoda have been chatting very much, and it's not like there are other Jedi kicking around that Yoda can be like, ah, talk to him, I will, or talk to her, I will, or, you know, pick a, a gender. Anyway, like, there's pretty much nobody, but finally Yoda has a reason to manifest his Force Ghost from the Living Force and actually have a conversation with Luke and actually be able to do something useful with that conversation as well, inspire Luke to an action that is helpful for the fate of the galaxy. All right, moving to number six on the list. So this is going to be one of the first ones or the first of a few that illustrate the notion that these wins in middle movies in the trilogies aren't necessarily clean ones. Like there is a cost that comes along with improvements in fortune. And that's certainly the case for Leia. So you have to imagine that at some point Leia's luck is going to run out, and yet it doesn't, especially in The Last Jedi. I mean, everybody else around her dies. The Resistance is whittled down to its barest bones, and yet she is still somehow able to survive and escape to fight another day, and to look at Rey in the end and say, we have everything we need. I mean, my goodness, for what this incredible leader has been through for her to be able to say that yeah it's it's insane but it also goes to show that if anybody can make her own luck then it's leia right i mean whatever han solo thought about being able to make his own luck no it's really leia who's the one who can make her own luck and out of you know the most impossible of circumstances all right number five on my list is ray and Similar kind of thing in the sense that, you know, her victory isn't a, you know, very smooth and complete victory. It's not just a, you know, jump to the next level. It is fraught with difficulty. I mean, her exchanges with Kylo Ren lead her to believe that she's actually going to be able to you know, convert him from the dark side of the force and how heartbreaking it is that that's not going to be the case. But she's still able to survive. She's still able to rescue her friends. So a lot of good things happen. She's able to inspire Luke Skywalker to come out of virtual retirement and fight one last fight. So there are good things that happen for her. And when she has the opportunity to address her past and the notion of, you know, let me see my parents 
and gets sort of the same answer that Maz Kanata gave her, which is basically, you know, the belonging is ahead of you and you're the only person that you need, right? So she doesn't get the lesson that she wanted, but she gets the lesson that she needed and things ultimately work out for her. But yeah, definitely not in the ways that she wanted. In fourth place, I'm going to select Rose Tico. So there are other stories that happen outside The Last Jedi, like the Cobalt Squadron novel, for example, that tell you what her life was like prior to the events of The Last Jedi, and it's a little more action-packed than you get the idea from The Last Jedi, right? Like in The Last Jedi, she talks about you know how she's used to being uh, behind pipes all day, and there's definitely more action in which she's involved in Cobalt Squadron, so it's not like she's a stranger to this at all. But for The Last Jedi's purposes, she's somebody who is, you know, used to being off on the sidelines and is thrust into the spotlight and actually has a wonderful, successful adventure. She's betrayed, she is in danger, you know, terrible things do happen to her and she ends up, you know, in, you know, probably not as bad of a comatose state at the end of The Last Jedi as Finn was at the end of The Force Awakens, but there's an interesting bit of symmetry there. So she gets out of her shell and has a grand old time, does some heroic things, doesn't seem to pay for it too badly, comparatively speaking, and on top of that, she may have actually been the person to convince Finn what side to play on in this whole battle once and for all. And speaking of Finn, I have him in the number three spot on my list. So yeah, he actually made the list <laughs> or a list of winners or losers. Yes, he's on one of them. It's this one. So here's the thing. The reason why I feel like that's the case, like I can put him on one of these lists is because he actually commits to a side, right? So as much as he is trying to escape the resistance at the beginning, be he's doing it again for the same reasons that he was doing anything in The Force Awakens. It all had to do with Rey, right? But he apparently has enough of a commitment to Poe now as well that he's willing to do stuff, you know, on... Poe's behalf, which is on the Resistance's behalf, and so that's where the whole mission to Canto Bite goes, and he, with his encounter with the First Order and nearly being executed at their hands again, something switches for him so that when they get to Crate, he is willing to sacrifice his life to protect the people about whom he cares, about Ray and about Poe and about Rose. And so he's willing to make the ultimate sacrifice and is saved by Rose and ends up none the worse for wear. So yeah, that works out pretty well. And he's reunited with his good friend Ray at the end. So, you know, how could things have gone better for him? You know, if the First Order had been defeated, that would have been great. But that's, you know, pretty much it. All right. In second place is Mr. Don't Join Himself. That would be DJ. Now, Put yourself in DJ's boots. You've decided that you need to get yourself thrown into a prison cell so you can get a decent night's sleep, all right? And you're just chilling, minding your own business, and suddenly a couple of loud mouths get thrown in the cell with you, talking about having to break on to a First Order Star Destroyer, and you're like, oh, I can do that. How about that? And watch me, I'll just walk out of this prison cell just to prove my point. So, voila! Like, I'll just steal a ship. That's great. You got money? Great, let's go. 
And all the while he's paying attention and he gets a bit of information that he shouldn't have gotten and flip flop bloop he suddenly has a giant crate full of credits for his trouble. So that's a pretty good payday for just, you know, rolling out of your prison bed, right? And blip blop bloop, there you go. <laughs> That's DJ in the number two spot. And before we do number one, I do want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Audible and remind you that you can get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial of Audible's service by going to sw7x7.com audible. And don't forget the Thrawn book is coming out in about a week and a half. Mark Thompson does a fantastic job with those books and he is about to do it again. So Check out sw7x7.com slash audible for your free download and a free 30-day trial. Now, the number one person whose fortunes were improved by the events of The Last Jedi, and as with a couple other characters, doesn't come without a cost, but that would be Kylo Ren. And basically the cost for him on the negative side of the house is that he didn't convince Rey to come to the dark side of the Force with him, and he didn't manage to snuff out the Resistance once and for all, but he did manage to snuff out his abusive mentor, Supreme Leader Snoke, and he also managed to take over the First Order in its entirety, right? General Hux was trying to say, you know, the Supreme Leader is dead, and... Kylo Ren did what any good dark side force user would do, which was choke the life out of him until he says, long live the Supreme Leader! And so now Kylo Ren is the master of the entire First Order. So he has a galaxy right within his grasp and the most powerful army and navy in the galaxy at the time under his command and yeah, just those little things about like quashing that last little bit of resistance and you know, like uh, maybe we can get Ray to come back to the dark side at some later point, but otherwise everything else is just coming up roses for him. And so I have Kylo Ren at the top of the winners list for the events of The Last Jedi and I'd love to hear what you think if you've got a different list order, if you've got people you want to swap in and out on that list, then by all means, let me know at sw7x7.com or wherever there's a comment section for wherever you're catching up with the show. And that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.